You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report, Brazil. All right, uh, we go to the BRICS countries when we became part of BRICS. Um, in fact, it was listeners said, you know, can we have reports uh, from the BRICS countries just like we do with our, our various other reports on the program? Uh, so we go to, we take one country, we do them in, in, in rotation. And a pleasure now to welcome Director of the Center for Dynamic Markets at Gibbs. It's Professor Lyle White. Uh, uh, Lyle, have you been promoted? Uh, yes, I have, John. Fantastic. <laughs> strangely enough, strangely enough. Oh, fantastic, Prof. That's very nice indeed. That's a, that's a high honor to you. Congratulations. Am I right in saying the Brazilian economy is in a shambles? Yeah, and I think, John, you know, really the, the two big stories of emerging markets this year might actually be Brazil and South Africa, you know, in terms of uh, the dips in the currencies and, and the performance. These are two of the BRICS countries that uh, just simply can't seem to realize real economic growth. Even though China's dipped quite substantially, it's still uh, recording growth rates of in excess of, of 5%. But as we know, South Africa struggles just to breach um, 1% growth rates. And Brazil was in recession last year where it only, where it, it actually contracted the economy contracted by about 3.7%, which is enormous for such a big economy as well, and it has a huge impact on the rest of Latin America. And now in 2016, the outlook does not look all that much uh, better, even with uh, the Olympic Games that are going to be held in Rio de Janeiro uh, later this year, and obviously the the carnival coming up. But this year, uh, the economy and many people say the Brazil Brazil as a country doesn't look anything like it did in 1930. But the economy is looking to enter a, a recessionary period similar to that that period of time. And so the economy in Brazil is looking to, or it will look like it will contract once again by close to three uh, percent. This is having an impact on labour markets. Uh, they're shedding jobs and inflation, which is an all-important issue in Brazil, as it is in other Latin American mm. countries, is now uh, uh, in excess of 10%. It's around 10.6%. You know, this is a psychological factor in, um, in Brazil and other Latin American countries. When they have inflation, it's like us having a, a, a drop in the rand, and this creates huge problems. Um, Dilma Rousseff's response has been to try and stimulate this through uh, lending uh, to various, uh, uh, various sectors through the public banks, but the interest rates, which are subsidized as they are, at 7.5% will be eaten into by that uh, high inflation Mm. rate. So this is really, really a precarious time. And all this through a period of, uh, you know, corruption scandals, which is causing political paralysis and no room for meaningful reforms in that economy. So things do not look good in the Brazilian economy at the moment. And I see they're going after former presidents, eh? Yeah, it's, uh, John, it's, it's, it's drawn in three former presidents now. We knew about Lula da Silva, the, the predecessor to Dilma Rousseff, uh, who really put Brazil on the map about uh, 10 or 15 years ago. But there's other presidents that have been drawn in now. And the biggest surprise for me, John, has been for, uh, Fernando Enrique Cardoso, who was the predecessor to uh, Lula da Silva and who was the guy that actually uh, implemented all these, uh, these changes and opened up the Brazilian economy in the 1990s. He did, he did tremendous work, brought... Brazil from the brink in the early 1990s uh, through a currency crisis and all the rest of it. And um, now he has been implicated in a corruption scandal where his, his government, uh, his, uh, his administration, uh, received apparently or is uh, alleged to have received a $100 million bribe to get Petrobras, the, the, the oil company, to purchase a private Argentine oil company around that time. Now, the informant, uh, his name is Nesta Cervero, who is also a former finance minister. He has implicated... Uh, uh, Enrique Cardoso and along with Fernando Cola de Molo. Now, Cola de Molo was actually former president in 1990 to 1992, and he was stripped of power in the wake of a different corruption scandal. He then went into public office, 
held a senator position up until uh, 2015 and now has been implicated in this. He was apparently given a state-run uh, uh, entity uh, for support for Lula during the Lula administration. So it really is bringing in uh, intergenerational presidents uh, okay. in, in this whole corruption scandal. So disappointing. Prof, thanks very much indeed. And once again, congratulations, Professor uh, Lyle White with our BRICS report. Have you been to Brazil? It is a wonderful country. There's no question about it. But gee, that's got a big population.